From the studios of WFAN, this is Mike Zahn, Francesa on the fan on this Friday, the 28th day of April. As we conclude the month of April, as far as we're concerned, it'll be May when we come back on Monday. And where do we begin? There are so many places to go. A uh, great Yankee win last night, uh, and they're playing well as they come home to play the Orioles. The Mets in very, very dangerous territory as they go to take on the Red Hot Nationals. We'll get to that. The Rangers open with a loss on a weird goal, but that's only game one. Uh, the NBA was still waiting for the big two to get back in action, and soon they will in the second round, so things can get a little more interesting there. But we begin with the NFL draft, and I want to give you the big picture of the draft before we get to the team specifics and some of the other specifics. And to me, maybe the NFL liked the visual of having a load of people you know, where they did staged in Philly last night. A, they completely, completely took all power and all prestige away from their TV partners because they completely ruined it from their standpoint. I mean, the picks were showing up on social media before they even were coming out on TV. I never saw a draft ever where the TV networks were behind picks, behind one and two picks, not even knowing what's going on, not even knowing guys were getting traded, not even knowing picks were being made. I mean, they had no control of the event where they were. Number two, the stage the bet the stage event had to make the NFL embarrassed. The commissioner who's egging the fans on the boom has gotten to the point. Just egg come on, Philadelphia boomy. I mean, as they did every single pick, his hugging of each of these guys as they come out of the green room, yeah, that it's a it's a great process. Yeah, what what is it worth when the number one guy isn't even there? Why are you going to have first-round guys there when a the guy who everyone knew for three months was going to be the number one pick isn't even there? Number two, who decided that we were using props as these guys come forward? I Nice story with your grandmother from the kid from UCLA who went to the Falcons. But, I mean, was he kidding? With his cursing, with his tirade? I mean, was he, was he serious last night? I thought I was watching wrestling. Then you got the guy with his baby. I mean, holding up his baby like it's the Lion King. I mean, what what are we doing? They've lost control of this event. I listen. I understand he's a proud father. What is your son doing there? He's about two days old. What is he doing there? I mean, we're at live events. These guys, some of them were seething when they came up there. You want to set you want you want to send this and and you know every other pick is the analysis is well he tested positive I don't think that's a factor he's diluted positive I don't think that's a factor yeah he punched a woman that might be a factor he is uh, a he's a he's a leading race suspect in a crime he, that might be a factor I mean imagine that you got to the point now where guys have to pass lie detector tests before they get drafted. The corner who went to the Raiders passed lie detector tests on the accuser's, you know, stand that he was guilty of rape, which we still don't know where that is right now, whether he will be charged or not. He evidently, according to two teams, passed a lie detector test, which is not in any way anything that will help him in any way with the police. But teams did give him, supposedly, two different teams, Supposedly not the Raiders gave him a lie detector test. 
And then you have a kid that I, well, two kids that I thought were among the best players in the entire draft. Alabama's Foster, who the Niners, who had a great draft, and John Lynch showed you that he's in this and he's going to do it really well because he really made teams look sick last night and had a great draft. He was absolutely brilliant. It was like he was doing it for 20 years last night. Went back up to get Foster at the end of the first round. Now, he might very well be a bad kid. I'm not saying he's not. But I tell you this, he is a tremendous player. And I understand some teams ran away from him. But there's a lot of teams that may regret not drafting that guy if he, you know, minds his business and stays out of trouble, which I understand could be an issue. And then you have the other kid, which we talked about a lot on the show, which was Dalvin Cook, who now is saying he is being character assassinated by an agent who he didn't sign with. But they leveled charges against him in the last 48 hours that absolutely got him, according to people I talked to because I checked into it, taken off a lot of boards. And that he might not even go in the second round because he's off so many boards. He's off more boards than the Oklahoma running back who wasn't even allowed to go to the combine. Now, whether these stories are true that he hit a woman outside of Miami nightclub, they're saying he went to NFL meetings with alcohol on his breath. This is the, these are the charges that have been leveled against the kid. That he canceled workouts, that he went to meetings with alcohol on his breath, and that he supposedly sometime in the recent past got into an altercation with a woman outside a Miami nightclub. These are all new ones. He had had a couple of old ones. So he, I don't know who touches him and when. So he could slide who knows how far. You saw a couple of the guys finally get taken last night. But this is the backdrop of this draft. And then these players, listen, some of them are really wonderful stories. Others, all they want to do is, it's, it's, it's with Deion Sanders, it's a fashion show. Well, tell me about your outfit, okay? Tell me about, it's a football players. Tell me about your outfit. Was this, the red, was this the red carpet? I mean, tell me about your outfit. This is the Academy Awards? We're talking about a linebacker? We're talking about Gwyneth Paltrow. I mean, you know, tell me about your outfit. They got Kurt, the, the guy, you know, who I thought was going to punch somebody who was up there with his picture of his grandma. I mean, he looked like he was going to fight somebody on his way up there. He was seething. He looked like a wrestler before he, you know, decides to, you know, level the entire place with his uh, profanity. I mean, three-ring circus is what I'm watching. I mean, that to me, it, it seemed like it was wrestling. I mean, it, it is, the NFL has gotten more bizarre with this stuff. I mean, it's, it's really, it's a three, it's a circus. Somebody texted me, this is a circus, what we're watching here. And it was. Not the picks. We'll start with the locals. You can't knock the Jets. They got a wonderful player, a top of the, listen, a top of the, and give Kim Jones credit, she picked him yesterday. Top of the draft player. Wonderful guy. If the Jets tell you they had him one on their board, they might not even be lying. I mean, the guy's a is a can't-miss defensive back. I mean, leader, the whole deal. Wonderful player. So nobody can knock that pick, and thank God they didn't take a quarterback. Giants. You wonder about a couple of things with the Giants. A, did they think about going up and getting Howard? He was close enough to where, you know, so much craziness had gone on. He slipped all the way to, where'd he go, 19? I think 19, right? So he was in the, he was in the ballpark. 
Number two, would they have taken the Utah tackle had he been available? He went off the board, too. So you wonder about Howard. You wonder about... I don't wonder about Cook with them because you know Cook's not going to be on their board. He's off so many boards, you know he's off the giant board first. So you know that. So he's out. But you wonder about Howard. You wonder about Bowles. He went to Denver on what? 20? Was that 20? Denver? 20? Both in the Giants' hailing distance. And then they take a player who, let's be honest, you can call him a tight end. Talented kid, but he is not a tight end. He is a tight end only in name. Never lined up at the tight end position. Never lined up in what you would call classic tight end position. He's a big receiver is what he is. I mean, that's fine, but he is a big receiver. He's not a blocker. He's a big He's a big receiver. So another weapon, one that I'm sure Eli's, you know knows very well since he came from Ole Miss, uh, but really not a tight end in classic tight end, you know, parlance. He is a guy who's, you know, a guy who's going to play, you know, basically more of a wide receiver position than anything else, a big wide receiver. So now they have Marshall, they have him, you know, who are about the same size. You got Beckham, you got Shepard, so you got a lot of weapons. And you have the kid that they brought in who's really kind of like the tight end blocking, H-back blocking, tough guy. They just didn't fill that hole yet on that offensive line that you would have still liked to see them do it. But they did get another receiver who they're going to line up in the tight end position so he can maybe block a little, he can run the deep seam, which Eli loves to throw. So I don't have a problem with that pick. I really don't. So you can't have any problem with the jet pick. I don't have a problem with the giant pick. I wonder if they thought about those two guys. I wonder if they even thought about trading up. Who knows? We'll talk when we talk to those guys after the weekend's over. They don't want to come on. Either one of the general managers will come on early next week. Monday, after they've finished their work, they don't want to come on before the second round. Now, let's get to a couple of the crazy things last night. The Bears. There is no way to explain what the Bears did last night. If you are going to sign Glennon, why would you ever do what you did? And if you were in that much in love with Trubisky, wouldn't you have, knowing how high your draft pick is, played it a different way? On top of that, why would you ever trade from three to two for a team that you knew had no interest in the quarterback, the only way that trade could have possibly happened is if San Francisco convinced Chicago that they had Cleveland on the phone ready to make, saying, all right, Browns, you want it? All right, listen, I'm talking to the Browns right here, and I'm about to put the hammer down on the trade. Do you want it or not? Because otherwise, why would you ever make that trade? You could have got the guy at three and not lost any of those picks. They weren't taking a a quarterback. Call their bluff. So there is so much there that you just say, how could the Bears have operated that way? And give San Francisco credit for a brilliant display. Trading down there and absolutely pulling a heist, getting the same player that they wanted and getting those picks and then coming back up and getting a very good defender at the end of the first round. So just a terrific display by John Lynch. I mean, just an absolutely terrific display. 
such a puzzling performance by the Bears that it boggles the mind. What you learned again, as we talked many times and had some arguments about, quarterbacks go early, case closed. Offensive players go early, case closed. Wide receivers that can run go early. Look at these guys. No one talked about a couple of these guys who went in the top 12. None of these mock drafts even mentioned these guys. They want speed at the wide receiver. They want quarterbacks. They want playmakers. That's it. That's what they want. That's it. That's that's it. That's the league. Pass and catch. That's the league. Then the Bears, I mean, then the Chiefs come up. And I'm watching and people are saying, well, you know, with the offense they run, it's got to be Deshaun Watson. I'm saying to myself, there's no way this trade can be for a guy that you think is just a leader who can play the West Coast game. They must think they're getting a, a guy who can be their future, who they're in love with when they're moving from 27 to 10 and giving up next year's one. So you had to figure they had caught the Mahomes virus. And they obviously had. So Andy Reid going from 27 to 10 and taking Mahomes and thrusting him into that team and really shaking up that first round. Texans turn around and get Deshaun Watson, so the quarterbacks go off in a in a flurry. McCaffrey goes early, Fournette goes early about where we thought they would. Cook is in a free fall now from all these accusations. There's a big story uh, that I could point you to which says he swears he is sabotaged, but you know what? It's not going to do him any good because he didn't stop the bleeding last night. He didn't convince one team that he wasn't being sabotaged. So he's going to have to live with the results and just make somebody pay and take it out when he gets on the field. So somebody's going to get a heck of a player and... I'm not swearing they're getting a good kid because, you know what, a lot of this stuff might be true. I I have no way of knowing if it's true or not true. What it's done, though, is severe damage to him. There's no question. And he might have earned it. I don't know that he does or he didn't. But they treated him really worse than if he failed a drug test. Because he fell completely out of the round. So you have him and the Oklahoma running back staring people in the face as the second round starts, and do they pull the trigger or they let these guys slide farther? And then you can go from there. So that's the, that's the way this went. We can get to some of the other specifics. So for the Jets, solid. Can't knock the player. For the Giants, useful. Nothing to get ex- thrilled about. Nothing to get upset about. And a wild, as wild a draft as you could have hoped for, with what happened at 2, what happened at 10, what happened at other times in the round, guys reaching for picks, taking wide receivers who no one even had thought about. So, crazy. We'll come back, get to the draft. we got to get to the Mets. we got to get to the Yankees. we got to get to the uh, hockey. we got so much to do on a very, very busy Friday. On finally a nice day. Too nice to be in here. And the traffic is insane. It took me almost, I actually thought at one point that I was not going to get here. We had to get off the road and take a back way in at, at, after being in the car an hour and a half. The traffic has gotten so insane. I just don't, you know, I don't like to complain about it because everyone else deals with it too. But, man, I just don't know what's going on with these roads. You cannot get anywhere in the city anymore. Here's the Mink Man.